Hey, what's up? This is Matt Dietz, and this is Agency Launch. You can find me all over the place. You can find me at www.agencylaunch.net. I'm on Twitter and Instagram at Dietz Agency. Do me a favor, though, shoot me a text in my community, 208-213-8809. I'm having an awesome time connecting with all of you and asking questions and engaging and cheering you on and helping motivate you. Uh, It's been super fun. Actually, the episode today is going to come from a question that I got from someone in my community. What's up, Seth? Um, He sent me this video from uh, a strong influence in my business, Gary Vaynerchuk. I don't know if you guys have ever followed him or paid attention to him. He's written books. He puts out three podcasts a day. He's a He's an animal. He's got a really great story. Um, you should check out Gary Vaynerchuk and just start like downloading all of his information into your head. He's different. He's brash. He swears. Um, I, I love him. And he's made a big impact on my business. So I'm going to play a clip. It's going to be a little lo-fi, all right? But I want you to – Seth sent me this. He says, hey, give me your thoughts on this. Um, how do we not cross this line? So let's listen to this real quick. And uh, we'll go from there. So Gary's talking to this is a Q&A. This is a Q&A that Gary had. And someone's asking him a question about why his employees aren't working as hard as he would like them to. The biggest mistake people make and why they can't build scalable businesses is they have selfish expectations of their employees. The business, I cannot structure it properly. I tried hiring, firing, hiring, firing. And no one just wants to do the fucking job, Gary. Like, I don't know, like, people are just... Is it me that yes. I'm, not giving, is it, I'm not giving the job properly? <laughs> it's 100% you. Even the way that you're casting judgment on your employees already makes me know that you're not a good leader. Maybe. Not maybe. For sure. For sure. I'm trying to be one, but... I believe you. I'm trying. I, like, I believe you. I've been hustling. Listen, for... let me tell you one thing about me, and I know you yeah, can yeah. sue me. I only give advice that I know the person can handle. That right. wasn't fun for me to say, yeah. but I believe you. And I respect that. And I believe you, which you. I respect. But the answer is it's you. Thank you. And so the number one mistake that people like you and I that come from the street and work hard yeah. is we expect our employees to work hard, but the problem is they don't own the business. You can't ask an employee to work as hard as you or you create a fake expectation versus how much you compensate them. That's like asking somebody to love your child as much as you love them. It's not natural. You work for them, they don't work for you. DRock's my boss. I try to reverse engineer him. And so the biggest mistake people make and why they can't build scalable businesses is they have selfish expectations of their employees. All right. That was really important for me to hear at some point in my career. It's like that guy that asked the question for a while. Why won't they do this? Why don't they care as much? Why can't I motivate them? Why can't they sell the policies? Why is this so freaking hard? Okay. You know what? Employment, employees, being an employer is the toughest part of our job. All right. We're dealing with humans in close contact and every person's different. All right. Every person's motivated differently. Every person has a different work ethic. Every person comes with their own stuff. Okay. Every person is going to have a shortcoming that maybe you didn't see in the interview process and you're like, what the heck? You know, why aren't they doing this? 
Gary's right in a number of ways. There's a couple. There's one thing in there I don't necessarily under, uh, agree with 100%, but I know where he's, what he's talking about. When he says, you work for your employees, I, I don't know if I'm ever going to say that. I think that's that's his way of saying, you know, another way to say that is your employees are your most important customer. Like, I've heard it put that way, too, and I like that better than saying that I work for my employees. Like... I think that's uh, that's a little too much for me. I know Gary believes it, and he's very successful in what he does. Um, but I like to say, you know, your employees are your, are your most important customers. I always tell my employees that if you take care of me, I'm going to take care of you. And I go above and beyond. If I have a good employee that meets or surpasses the expectations that I put on them, I'm going to take excellent care of them. Financially, I'm going to give them time off. They can go off. They can go home early to watch their kids and their recital or their soccer practice or whatever. Where I think the biggest gap is between a really good agency and one that is just kind of towing the line or getting by is the expectations that we set on our staff. And this is where we have to find the fine line. How much is too much expectations? Is that, that's a horrible sentence. You know, how much, what's the, what's the maximum amount of expectations we can put on our employees that where we can squeeze the most out of them and we're not burning them out and they're happy that's the line that we're looking for okay now i think a lot of agency owners set that bar way too low there are so many there's so many agents out there or agency owners out there that don't expect their staff to play a part in the sales process and that is that is a mistake that is that is a huge mistake if you have someone that's just answering phones and just servicing, you're missing out on hundreds of policies a year, okay? If you expect them to only sell 10 policies a year, that's another 120 policies, excuse me, 10 policies a month. That's another 120 policies a year. Every person that's ever worked for me, I've expected them to write 20 policies a month, okay? That's 240 policies. I'm going to get a year from them, okay? And I tell them that's how I can afford them. Okay, that's how I can pay them what I pay them. That is an expectation that is set in the interview process. Okay, now the thing that Gary told me, that Gary said in there that I think hit, hit home with me when I first heard that a few years ago was that we have self expectations of our staff. Why don't they care as much? And the thing that he said, he's like, look, they don't own the business. It's silly for us to expect that they are going to care as much as we do. Okay, it's a job for them. They get to go home and turn off. We get to go home and we're always thinking about our business, always. Okay, they get to go home and come back the next day and take a break, all right? I never switch off from my business, ever. And so I think I probably was putting that expectation on my team, the first half of my career, I was like, why don't they care as much? Now, you can absolutely have employees that have owners, feel like they have some quote unquote ownership in the business, and that's your job, okay? Your job is to make them feel like a part of the greater mission, um, part of the machine, not just, uh, you know, a cog in the machine. You want them to feel like 
they are helping move the whole thing forward. And how do you do that? You collaborate with them. You ask them questions. How can we do this better? How can I make your job easier? What can we implement to give better service for our clients? What do you think we can do? And if you ask them questions and they respond and you put that in the business, they will feel proud. They will feel like, gosh, he cares about what I think. He implemented my thoughts. And you kind of feed this small furnace in them to keep coming up with better ideas. And it's okay, even if it's a bad idea, and you know it, I've done this before. I've had someone come to me and say, hey, I think we should do this. And I know it's a bad idea. Like, I know it's not going to work. But I'm going to let them do it anyway, okay? Because it gives them a little bit of ownership. It's okay for them to fail. You can go back to them and, and talk to them about what, what went wrong. Why didn't that work? How can we make it better? And maybe they pull it off. Maybe it's something you thought they couldn't do, and they do it. And that is a win for everybody, right? I'll tell you one last thing. I have an employee who's awesome, all right? He's my producer. He sells 30 to 40 policies a month. The thing is, I think I can, I can get more out of him because his systems are just a little uh, – some of the things he does, I think, are extraneous. I think um, he, does, he does a little bit more work than he needs to. And it took me a, probably a year to finally relent and be like, all right, look, Matt, I think this is the best you're going to get out of him. I'm not going to continue to push him and nag him and bother him because when I told him some of these things that I thought he could be doing better – we, we kind of butted heads, not in a bad way. He was like, all right, well, you're the boss, you know, whatever. I guess I could try and do that. But he never really fully committed to what I was saying. But he was still writing 30 to 40 policies a month, and I can't complain about that. So I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm going to let those things go. If I can get 30 to 40 policies a month from this guy, I'll take it. And that's good for, that's good for me. I could get him to 40 to 50, you know, but I'm going to back off on that. Um, because he was he was doing extra work that was conservative that was it's really good work um he's really covering our agency and and really dotting his i's and crossing his t's in some ways that i think are a little over the top but it's also protective he's being protective of us and so so i let those things go um i'm not gonna risk upsetting him or creating a rift between us you know for an extra 10 policies a month. It's not worth it because good employees are really hard to find and I want to keep him as long as I can. So those are my thoughts. Seth, thanks thanks for reaching out to me and I hope this this helps. Um, I appreciate you and for all of you who aren't in the community, get in and I'll answer your questions and give you my thoughts on all this stuff. So um, 208-213-8809, shoot me a text and... Um, there you go. Another thing is check out my master class at agencylaunch.net. It's everything I know about running a business and owning an insurance business. I, I have 4,200 policies. I have two employees. I grew 15% last year. If you want to know how to do that, get in on my course. All right, you guys. I appreciate you. Thank you so much for listening, and keep up the good work.